This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Touchdown, Kansas City! Maybe the best play yet of Patrick Mahomes' incredible young career! Listen Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. No, I went to Temecula and brought you some dirt. And this is how you use this dirt. No, like don't, you, don't. You do it like this, you get it, uh, you sort of uh, rub it on. Okay, now I'm ready to go. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. And then they get a turnover. Seth Madrin to the other end, rises and hammers it home. Everything happening in the sports world. You gotta fight for your right to fight! And even some things not happening in the sports world. I'll probably wrap up in a blanket or something. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always on the final Red Friday of the 2019-2020 season, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson and in the Chiefs Kingdom, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Have you recovered? Are you doing okay? I'm doing fine. I'm doing swimmingly. Doing ducky. Because last night, I don't know, probably about 10 o'clock, I was worried about you. Well, it was a long day. Your health is on the line. Sure. You seemed a little tired. I am. You seemed a little worn out. I am. You seemed a little spaced. I was. Is that a, is that a fair assessment? Well, I was I was trying to do two things at one time, and I'm not able to do it as well as I used to. I was concentrating on the wrestling. McPherson High wrestling had a huge win over Winfield last night. Probably won the league championship with that match. They still have another uh, match to go with Bueller, but from what I'm told, Bueller doesn't have that many. They're not a full team, and against the Bullpups, you better have a full team. You're not going to win because the Bullpups from top to bottom are pretty good. And then, of course, the, the girls' game got out of hand very early. Uh, McPherson High girls basketball uh, in the Mid-America Classic. Uh, that basic, that game was basically over in the first two minutes. Bullpup scored eight points to start the game, 32 in the first quarter, 53 in the first half, 80 in the first three quarters, 92 for the game. I was going back and listening to the game from last night and pulling off highlights, and there were like three or four times where I would say something, and then you immediately repeated it. That's because I was typing my story. Like 20 seconds later. I was typing. That's how I could tell you were a little spaced. I think you were a little stressed. I was. But I think today's a new day. It is a new day. I I think this is a new day for Steve Sell. Suns are out. The sun is out. Multiple suns. They're all out. A lot of suns out. (laughs) The sun is out. The birds are chirping. So it's a new day. I think think Steve woke up this morning feeling refreshed. I would say that. You you know that song that goes, good morning, good morning, (laughs) with a little whistle in the background? No, I woke up. I woke up about four o'clock and I never got back to sleep. <laughs> and uh, you know, these two weeks they are really probably the if we didn't do stories on midkansasonline.com on every single game, this would be no problem. But we do that as a service to the people. We are for the people. <laughs> we're, we're people. People. It's all, it's all for the kids. It's all about the kids. Yeah. And uh, and for the kids' parents. And the, more for the kids' parents, <laughs> I think. But uh, no, we post stories on every game. We get our two of our probably four biggest hits of the year uh, during the two tournament weeks. And then sub-state and state basketball tournaments are our other two biggest hits of the year on our website. 
So, uh, it, you know, last night, uh, really interesting first, first two games. Uh, let's face it, I had the Nodos out. Uh, they were kind of yawners, uh, very low scoring, not a lot of, you know, very slow-paced games. And then Wellington brought the energy in game three. Yeah. Uh, 12 three-pointers for Wellington. Uh, kind of good to see them make the semis. Uh, you know, this is their second year of the tournament. And uh, to see them make the semis for the first time, that's exciting. But the problem is they play a McPherson team that offensively last night was just absolutely incredible. Do you know how many games in now 51 years of bullpup basketball, how many games they have played and scored more points than they did last night. Do you know how many they have played that they scored more? One. Five. Well. They've scored 93 points in a game three times, most recently in 2013. Okay. They scored 95 two years ago in a win over El Dorado. And then, of course, the always fun 101-point performance against Wichita Southeast in 1995. That's the list. McPherson's offensive game last night was as good as it has ever been in program history. And, man... How much fun is that team to watch? They really are. In fact, I wrote a column at midkansasonline.com today, my selling sports column. You know, this team has had every obstacle thrown in their path, and they have managed to overcome every obstacle in their path. Uh, I really believe after watching the games last night, they're going to have a lot of trouble with either Olathe South or uh, Wichita, or I'm sorry, Kansas, uh, Shawnee Mission Northwest, just because of the size factor. Both those teams are very long very tall, but I think the Bullpups' skill level will be able to overcome that size. I really think the Bullpups are going to win this tournament, and I think they're going to make a very deep run in the postseason. They're getting closer to having their team back that they had hoped for. They're still down two players. They're always going to be down one. Andrea Sweat will not be back this year. I mean, that's already a given. But Emma Mom is going to be back soon. That makes that rotation just an even deeper. You know, uh, when we had the three – uh, see the signees out, you know, uh, sitting there on the bench together. And I wrote about that. Kendall Shaw took a picture of them when you had Lakin and Emma and Andrea, all the, one of them had crutches. One of them had a big brace. The other one was in a wheelchair, you know, with her leg up and Kendall took a shot of that. Well, two of those three are going to be back are back. And, uh, when Emma mom comes back, the bullpups will be at full strength. And I think it'll be a chance to really see what this team can do because it just makes that rotation a little longer. They've been pretty, let's face it, the bench has been pretty short, but now it just gets it's get a little longer. It's going to get a little longer when Emma Mom comes back, and even the Ella Schmidt and I, Peyton Howard, I thought they were both really good off the bench last night, and they're going to be important moving forward. Now this might sound obvious that when you add somebody like Emma Ruddle back into the starting lineup for those McPherson girls that they get better. That might be an obvious, well, duh statement. She's a Division II signee. She is a phenomenal athlete in in terms of being a multiple-time state champion in track and field, in sprints and jumps. But the thing that I think I kind of forgot, and when you watch that game the first quarter and the Bullpups had the full-court pressure on, there's nowhere you can go. It would be like putting, well, I don't know if you've ever seen this movie, Steve, Space Jam. Are you familiar with Space Jam with Michael Jordan? No. Well, great. This is a great reference then. But they had the Monstars. It was a a team full of just all these big people playing against the Looney Tunes. Okay. You know, Bugs. Okay. He was trying to run around again with Lola Bunny. Okay. But you had these all long. There's nowhere you can go. Mm -hmm. You go to your left. Well, there's Cassidy Beam in front of you. 
You go to your right, oh, there's Lake and Schieffer and Emma Ruddle. You go over the top, oh, there's Grace Pond. It, there's just nowhere you can go. And that's the thing that I think makes this team so dangerous going forward is they are so fast, they cover so much ground, they're a pretty long team, they all have long arms, they're able right. to jump well. It is just a scary, menacing team. Well, the other thing is, you look at the four that play kind of up front and in the middle. Ruddle, Pyle, Beam, Sheafrey. They're all, I mean, I know Lakin hurt her knee, but she she's getting back athletically. But like you said, they're long and they're fast. I mean, Ruddle and Beam are very fast. Pyle is sneaky fast. Sheafrey will be fast enough. And then you got Cassie Cooks in the back as kind of the safety net. If anyone could get it past those first four, Cassie, of course, is a, you know, signed to play uh, college volleyball. She can go up and spike anything that gets thrown up there. This defense, getting Emma Ruddle back is just so much better now. I mean, Emma and Beam up there on the front, my goodness, and and Grace, Grace very long. Um, this team, they may have off-shooting nights, but their defense will allow them to be in every game. They're a very fun team to they watch. Are. We said it about 10 times last yeah, night. Yeah, it's, it's like watching, you know, and you and I have seen a lot of fun. We've seen two really fun teams to watch this year, and that's the Mac College men and the McPherson girls. Not that the McPherson boys aren't fun to watch, and I think they are fun to watch too because I love the team camaraderie and chemistry they got. But there's just something special about the McPherson girls and the Mac College men this year that I can't wait until they uh, have another, you know, the Mac men at home. And, of course, you know, we see all the girls' games, but – uh, I just enjoy watching those teams play. Well, there's a reason why the girls are the number one ranked team in Class 5A. And at some point this weekend, they're going to have a chance to prove that. Yeah. Whether they take on Shawnee Mission Northwest or Olathe South, they will play one of those teams no matter what they do tonight. But they will be taking on a Wellington team with a chance to put themselves into a third consecutive Mid-America Classic final and trying to win a third consecutive championship. Well, did it seem like you... Watching Olathe South, that every girl's like 5'11 and blonde. They're very tall. They all look alike. I mean, they all just look alike. And then uh, Shawnee Mission Northwest has the Taylor girl who is outstanding. She's 6'2. She will be a real problem, you know, if the Bullpups play her because it's tough to match up with her because she's athletic and skilled. Uh, but I don't think, you know, I don't know if they've got enough to go around her because. She might get her points, but the Bullpups could stop everybody else. Well, Steve, remember, I grew up in the Sunflower League. I've seen a lot of Sunflower League basketball. What is the one thing that stood out to you watching those games? Well, obviously, it stood out yesterday when you look at the results, but what's the thing that stands out to you when you watch some of the teams from Kansas City they play? Don't shoot the three. Well, I was just going to say scores. Yeah. They, they don't, don't score they as don't much. They don't score. They rely on defense, and they're very tall. Both teams, very tall, very long. They count on their defense. Uh, God, that first that the uh, Olathe South Manhattan game, I won. I was, it was like the first team to twenty is going to win. I mean, because they they really both teams really struggled to score. And then uh, uh, Shawnee Mission Northwest. Um, I, you know, I was kind of going back and forth between wrestling at that point in the game, but uh, the, the Taylor girl was such a difference maker, and uh, it's it's going to be real interesting to see. You know, Olathe South and Shawnee Mission Northwest played already this year, a three-point right. game. And to be honest, after watching the two teams, it won't surprise me at all if Olathe South wins because they've had a lot of success in this tournament. They've won this tournament five times, even though a lot of those girls weren't on those teams. Danny Winslow is a Division One player for Olathe South. And you know what Coach Kenneman always says? I do. 
the team with the best player on the court has the best chance to win. And but I are think, you convinced of that? And I, th- I, I thought Winslow it was the best player on the court yesterday in those first three games. Not to, not to take anything away from Taylor because she had a monster game, but Winslow is very versatile. She can do so many things, 10 points, 15 rebounds. All right, Steve, let's take our first break as you're about to hammer out a cough over yeah. there. There you go. Let's take our first break, but first. We got tickets? We have two more tickets to give Ooh. away for the Mid-American Classic. And we're going to take caller number three. Now, they're three-day passes, and you only get to use it for two days, but it's the same deal. You yeah. Don't, you don't get to show up on Sunday and say, I know there's no games, but can I just come sit inside? Yeah, so this the pass is for the last two days of the tournament. So give us a call. Third caller, 620-241-1504. We'll take our first break. When we come back, Super Bowl 54, it gets going Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Kansas City Chiefs trying to win their first Super Bowl in 50 years. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Congratulations to Russell Moores, our winner of the Mid-America Classic tickets for tonight and for Saturday. As a reminder, games could go in at 3 o'clock this afternoon from the Roundhouse. 4.30 will be the second game, 6 o'clock the third game, 7.30 the final game between McPherson and Wellington. The other semifinal game on the winner's bracket signed Shawnee Mission Northwest and Oletha South. Ulysses and Wichita Northwest at 4.30 and Shawnee Mission South in Manhattan at three. I thought we had a bigger crowd last night for the opening night than we had for the boys. It just seemed like I'd it, probably agree with you. I think we had bigger crowd. I think the uh, the other schools traveled better than the other schools from the boys tournament. So now tonight, you know, there'll be a little more atmosphere. You had if you'd taken all the people that were in at wrestling and put them in the roundhouse after the game, we'd had a very big crowd because that was it was basically standing room only in the wrestling room. Last night, uh, granted, you know, the auxiliary gym is much smaller, but there were a lot of, you walked in there and there was a lot of heat because there was a lot of body heat in that place. And of course there's no doors or anything that they open to let air in. It was a little warm in there, but, uh, uh, of course the band is back tonight, uh, for the game, uh, that'll, you know, brings more atmosphere in. And I think you'll see a lot bigger crowd, uh, McPherson fans, this girls team is fun to watch. You need to come out and see them. All right, Steve. As is our yearly tradition, we need to talk about Super Bowl prop bets. Have you been following? Have you been getting your Super Bowl squares ready to go? No. All of your side bets? No. Why not? I don't bet. Well, you're lying because you do. I only am playing golf. Yeah, well, I think you do some betting. I think you maybe. What about that fantasy football? I don't consider that a bet. That's an investment. Oh, okay. That's an investment. Well, how about you just consider these prop bets? investments. All right. So you haven't been following, you haven't been trying to figure out which ones you want to go with? No. Well, let me just throw a couple at you. All right. This is our Super Bowl tradition. We always talk about the crazy prop bets. Okay. Are you familiar with who's going to be singing the national anthem? J-Lo. 
No, she's at halftime Shakira. with Shakira. Ooh, They're both Shakira. at halftime. I like Shakira. So who's singing the national anthem? I don't have a clue. How about Demi Lovato? Don't know her. She's very popular. Okay. The over-under time is set at right at two minutes for the national anthem. You know what Jerry Kinnaman would say? Take the under or just shorten it up? It just shorten it up. So Coach are you Ki- taking Coach the under? Coach Kinnaman's dad gets very upset when the anthem lingers out and they just don't sing it like... You know, it was sung 40 years ago. So you're saying take the over or over, under? Definitely. If I, if I let you know that Demi Lovato is a pop star, over. will that make you want to take she's, the over? She's going to put her own, I don't know her, but she'll probably put her own creative twist on it. Definitely take the over. Do you think she will be wearing a skirt, a dress, or a gown to sing the anthem? I don't know her. How old is she? I would guess 27. She's not that much older than me. I, Maybe 30. I would guess... Probably not pants. Long, no, probably, <laughs> probably not. Prob, probably, probably some kind of short skirt would be my guess. No pants. No, no pants for the anthem. Yeah, I don't know. That was just funny. Okay. How about this one? Will any scoring drive take less time than it takes Demi Lovato to sing the national anthem? So let's say she takes one hundred and eleven seconds, just under two minutes. I say yes. Will, will there any be a touchdown drive that's less than that? Yes, definitely. Okay, that'd be a good you bet got, for you. you that's got the, the favorite. You got the cheetah. I mean, the that's cheetah. That's true. He can run 100 in like 4.2. All right, how about this? The result of the first coach's challenge, will you think that it stands or that it is overturned? Stands. That's the favorite at okay. this point. Okay. Or actually, play overturned is the favorite. So they're really? thinking that if a coach does challenge – that that will be the favorite. I think it stands. How about this one? Which will happen first in the game? A touchdown or a sack? I will go... They're very even. I will go sack. Okay. Because Mahomes is going to throw it like every down. What color will the liquid be that is poured on the game-winning coach? You know that they win the The Super Bowl and they go... Well, it might not be Gatorade, but it might be some sort of drink. What is the color? Blue. So what you're saying there, Steve... Why are you picking blue? Both teams are red. I think it'll be blue. You're thinking it will be blue. That's a pretty because heavy of, underdog. Because all, a lot of these Gatorade baths I see, they seem to be blue. Well, red is the favorite. Okay. Lime green or yellow lime is, green. is second. Lime green would have been my second choice because that's I like lime, dream, ling, lime, lime green Gatorade. And then clear or water is the third favorite. Never. Orange don't, you is don't, fourth. You don't see water anymore. Blue. That's plus 600, which means it is a pretty big underdog. Ooh, if I, if I hit blue, that'd be big money for me. Which coach will be mentioned first on TV after kickoff? Will it be Andy Reid or Kyle Shanahan? Big Red. You're thinking Big Red. Oh, yeah. Big. Let's face it. Everyone wants to see Big Red win, and I think the Chiefs are the sentimental favorite. I know we've got 49er fans here in town, but I think I – think, They don't matter this weekend. I think, I think Andy Reid, you know, I think his – you know, his career has been well-documented. And I it's kind of like, let's win one for Big Red. Ronald Reagan would go for him. So, how about this one? Who will the Super Bowl MVP mention first in his speech? Will he mention his teammates first? Will he mention God? Is he a spiritual man? Will he mention the city that the team is from? Will he mention the coach, the owner, family or family members, or none of the above? 
Did you say teammates in there? Teammates was first. That's That'll be it. Okay. Especially if it's Patrick Mahomes because he always gives all the credit to his teammates. How about this one? Will a fan run onto the field during the game? No, nah, because he'll get clocked if he tries. Yeah, but you got to make a statement. Nah. Somebody's got to be political nah, about something. Gonna, security's going to be so tight. They're going to clothesline the guy before he even gets on the field. Will a non-quarterback throw a touchdown? No. You're not thinking that the cheetah is going to throw a touchdown? No. no. What about Blake Bell? No. The Belldozer. What if he threw the game-winning touchdown to I, Patrick Mahomes? I don't think so. So you're you're not going to take that one? No. Will both teams combined score 76 or more points to break the Super Bowl record? No. So you're thinking they will not break the Super Bowl record? They will not break the Super Bowl record. Will either kicker hit the uprights or the crossbar on a missed field goal or extra point attempt? No. Both kickers are very solid. Okay. Will the game be tied again after the score is 0-0? Yes. Okay. 7-7. Yeah. The final one I will ask you is, will there be a flea flicker attempt in the game? Yes. Ooh. Who are you thinking it would be? Big Red. All right, I've got a couple more for you, actually. Which commercial will appear first in the Super Bowl? Do you think it will be Audi or Porsche? Porsche. Ooh, Porsche is not the favorite. There is no substitute. Which commercial will will appear first? Cheetos or Heinz Ketchup? Heinz Ketchup because of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but Cheetos, they're they're in there. Somebody's got to like Cheetos. Which commercial will appear first? Coca-Cola or Pepsi? Ooh, Pepsi. Okay, that's a pretty good pick. What about Mountain Dew or Toyota? Toyota. New York Life or TurboTax? It's almost tax season. Better go TurboTax. Okay. And the final one that is very important, Steve... How many wardrobe changes will Jennifer Lopez have during halftime? Oh, God. The over-under is two and a half. Are you taking the over-under? I'll take the under. You're just thinking she's going to get up there and sing? I think she's going to wear that one dress that she wore at the, what you call it, the one year. Break it out. That was very specific. (laughs) She's going to break it out, but I like Shakira. Big fan of Shakira. Big fan of Shakira. It's going to be fun, Steve. Oh, yeah. I think you need to go make a couple of prop bets, print out the sheet, and just make your predictions and keep it at home. You don't have to keep it for score. It's too much work. Just see how much pride you have in yourself. I have no pride. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> that's the only negative have, here. When have I ever had pride myself? Look at me. I mean, <laughs> I let myself go. My belly's starting to get big. I'm Look at you, re- Steve. I'm a slob. All right, Steve, one more break. Then we'll wrap up the week. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up this week of According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve, I know that we talked a lot about Super Bowl prop bets. We did all of our Super Bowl discussion yesterday and really diving into the game itself, but I'm really looking forward to the weekend. It feels a little bit like I've been waking up for Christmas morning all week long and that I don't know exactly how my brain is going to work for a Super Bowl with my team in it, but I'm very excited 
I'm, I'm looking think, forward to it. What do you it. think the percentage of our listeners, our loyal listeners, your mom? Yeah, she's listening. She's about it. She said that she she's thinks J-Lo will change three times. I think she's about our only listener, but how many, what is the percentage of our listeners that have not seen the Chiefs at either of the first two Super Bowls? What percentage would you think? So how old are you? I'm six, I'll be 63. And Very how old soon. were you when the first Super Bowl happened? 13? I was uh, eight. So that eliminates anybody that's like 53 or younger right. from seeing this. Yeah, see, I don't know what our age range is. I know Jonah Clark probably listens. I think we've got some some people that have been around for a couple of Super Bowls. Okay. I think we've got some people Shane that... Shane has it. That, that, we've got some listeners that might have been around for World War II. I hope so. We've got some that are out there. Yeah. So I'm thinking... So what percentage was alive and yeah. watched it? Right. I don't know. Maybe 20%. Okay. I, I got faith in that. Hey, I, I well remember... Maybe 40. I well remember the very first Super Bowl, Chiefs-Packers... And I was a big AFL guy. Remember, it was the AFL and NFL back then. And it's not AFC, NFC. It was AFL, NFL. I do remember. And the first two years of the Super Bowl, I mean, the NFL just bludgeoned the AFL. And I'm thinking, boy, this might have been a bad idea. They didn't even sell out, you know, for the first Super Bowl. You could get tickets for like $15 or something. I think that was like the high ticket or something. But, Steve, we're looking forward to the weekend. Yeah. Should be a lot of fun. We have a busy weekend of basketball, though. 7.30 tonight, hopefully 7.15 tomorrow night. I haven't heard your prediction. Oh, I need to make a prediction. Well, right, I, let, did let's I go give with mine? This. I gave mine. We've got enough time to make one prediction. You start while I formulate my final prediction. 35-27 Chiefs. And not just, 35, because I'm a homer. not just because I'm a homer. I believe in Patrick Mahomes. Give me 38-21 Kansas City wow. Chiefs. Wow, I don't think... I don't think it'll be that big a margin, but 38-21. I hope you're right. I hope so, too. a lot more enjoyable. Let's hope it's good for Mitch. Yeah. We'll have audio on Monday. All right. Hopefully from a Super Bowl win. At least he got his voice rested. That's right. Wrapping up today's show, for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tonight inside the Roundhouse as the Bullpup Girls take on Wellington. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union. Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.